Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. I hope that you're doing well on this Friday, September 29th. 2023 we have reached the first week of the duke basketball uh, practice season leading up to that 2023-2024 campaign and tomorrow we've got a massive duke football game duke versus notre dame college game day will be in attendance it's now a top 20 matchup and we're going to discuss all of that on today's show with my good pal donald wine who's back with us here on the show today if you haven't done so already Lockdown Blue Devils is available wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Subscribe to our YouTube page to watch the show daily each and every day as your support continues to mean so much to us. So without further ado, let me bring on my good pal, Donald Wine. And Donald, it is absolutely the best time of year, man. We haven't quite got to the start of the basketball season, but when we've got good basketball conversation and a football team that's playing out of their minds right now. I mean, this is pretty awesome. This has been a great month of September <laughs> uh, for me personally. I know for for you, JJ, for everybody, this has been great. And I I don't think we want this ride to uh, to end anytime soon. So, yeah, the excitement's at, at a at a level we haven't seen in a long time. Let, let's talk football here in just a little bit. I'll do start with uh, some basketball thoughts. As again, we've reached the first week of practice. We've got that countdown going twenty or excuse me, thirty eight days away from November 6th when Duke takes on Dartmouth. So that'll be here before we know it, five weeks away from Monday. So uh, closer to year two of the John Shire era getting started. What kind of big basketball thoughts are you having right now, Donald? You know, the first week is always fun, right? We had the schedule, the ACC portion of the schedule released earlier this week, and that kind of lets you know it's real, you know, so to speak. Like the the, the season is starting, and we're all getting used to uh, – you know, some of the players that we're going to see on the on the court, we've seen a couple of these little, you know, clip videos. But, uh, you know, Countdown to Craziness in just, a you know, a couple of weeks is going to be the first real look that we get at this particular basketball team. We get to, you know, learn about their characters, their personalities, and also how they play a little bit on the basketball court, at least against each other. So, yeah, this is the part where we start to kind of say, hey, the, the start of the season's right upon us where we just got to, we had a couple more more sleeps, so to speak, and and we're and we're here, and I think that's part of the excitement. We talked a little bit about the schedule yesterday on the show with Brendan Marks of the Athletic, and you look at that ACC schedule in particular from the Duke point of view. When you've got Louisville, Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech, I mean, some of the teams that Duke gets to play twice this season in the ACC rotation, pretty good draw. Uh, if you're looking at what Duke might be able to accomplish this season. Yeah, we actually talked about it on our show uh, when it was released on Tuesday night. And yeah, it's a pretty favorable draw for Duke, not just with the teams that we played twice, but also the times of the week that we play. From December 30th to you know that UNC game on March 9th, we play every Saturday. And I think that kind of rhythm can really help a team knowing that, hey, it's Friday night you know, get, get your sleep in, get your rest because Saturday, every single Saturday we have a game. And then you kind of get into the rhythm of, you know, we only have a few of those Saturday, Monday back-to-backs and those even seem to be uh, pretty favorable when you consider what we've had in years past. We've had some that have involved the UNC game followed by like 
you know, a number three Virginia or something like that. So now when you have a couple of them, one of them is back to back where both games are at home. The other two are back to back where the first game on Saturday is at home. And then on the road on Monday, that's about as good as you can get. And, and honestly, for fans who hold those valuable season ticket uh, season tickets to Cameron, it's really great for the fact that there's so many weekend games for them to take a, take a part of. There's not a lot of late games. This seems like is is I, we're not going to say easy because none of these none of these schedules are easy. But as far as a favorable draw from the ACC point of view on the schedule, it's about as good as you can get. Let's take a look at that schedule in particular. The Saturday Monday uh, dynamic that I was thinking about as well. The last week of the season, that home game against Virginia, and then a Monday game at NC State. So really, no travel at all to get over to Raleigh, but then North Carolina to close out the season on Saturday, March 9th. So, um, yeah, the, the, the Saturday, Monday, it's been kind of scary at times for, for Duke fans, and really across the conference. The ACC's got that big Monday deal uh, with ESPN, so they're always wanting to put games out there uh, in that time slot. We've had some horror stories, Donald, over the years with that turnaround, but we've also, in recent memory, had some really big Monday wins that were able to be carried over by the team's performance less than 48 hours prior in a Saturday win as well. Yeah, and you know what? I think I mentioned that a couple of them in years past have included the the first Carolina game. And I think, you know, I think the best part about these is that none of them include the UNC game, but also on either side of the UNC games, both of them, we get about a week's rest. You know, we have that Saturday, Monday that leads right into the last week of January. Then we have basically five days to get ready for Carolina. After Carolina, we have another four days before I think it's Notre Dame uh, comes to visit. So it, it's really, it's, you know, usually we have to get over that emotional high super quick after a UNC game. But this time around, we kind of have a, a, a period to decompress and kind of, you know, get, you know, get everyone back on the same page and go, hey, there's still the rest of the season to be played. I really like that because I need, I know from a fan perspective, from a player perspective, after UNC game, all of us just need to kind of take a couple of days to relax <laughs> um, and and really get you know get back into hey we we did that that's over with the emotional part of that has tapered off and now we can get back to playing other other teams. I like the fact that our our Saturday Mondays don't really uh, impede you know impede in the preparation for UNC or you know help you know you know kind of get us out of the way of the aftermath of it so. Yeah, it, it makes it for a very clean schedule. And again, I, I think, you know, home fans who have tickets to Cameron every game, they've kind of, you know, we've heard them a little bit louder the last couple of years about the schedule, uh, the home schedule and how it's been shaped up. A lot of midweek games, a lot of late games. There's a lot of afternoon games on Saturday. There's a lot of games for people who are within driving distance to be able to get to Durham and get back at a reasonable hour. I, you know, someone who lives in D.C., I love it because this means there's a lot of opportunities for me to hopefully get down there and see our team play, but also be able to do that and not have to worry about, oh, it's, you know, 11 o'clock on a, on a Wednesday night. I have to stay the night and miss work. I can, you know, stay, stay the night in Durham and enjoy the, enjoy the weekend and come back on Sunday fresh and relaxed. I think that's going to be great for a lot of people. We love the schedule. It's here. We're getting ready for the Duke basketball season, 38 days away from that first game of the year. We'll continue this conversation with more thoughts after our first time out here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. 
Locked on Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at Nutrafol. I want to let you know that you don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health, as Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men thinking that losing their hair is inevitable. You could take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's totally normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of the game of thinning with Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com men and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, and your promo code is locked on college. Again, Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code locked on college, proud sponsor of Locked On Blue Devils. Moving forward here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Donald Wine from the DBR Podcast. My friend, promote the show, if you will. You guys are uh, always active this time of year. Basketball season's right around the corner, so uh, you guys have had some good episodes out there as of late. Yeah, yeah. We, we always try to get some of the latest and greatest guests on there. And, you know, we're also in kind of a transition, right? Like, we, we don't normally cover football as much as we have, but, you know, given that myself, Sam, played on the – you know, worked for the football team, I should say – uh, when we were in school, we always have an affinity to kind of cover it. Uh, but of course, the last year and a quarter has given us a lot of great reasons uh, to cover it during the season. So that's really helped us and really helped boost our coverage uh, of the football team. And as we as we move forward and kind of, you know, shorten that bridge between the end of basketball season and the start of basketball season, we have a whole football season that we love talking about. And we're, we're super excited about some of the things we got coming up. I mean, we got uh, you know, the football game on Saturday, that's obviously going to be uh, one of the biggest, if not uh, the biggest game, you know, that we've been witness to in our lifetimes for Duke for Duke football. And then from there, it's kind of, you know, football, football, then, yo, we're here at basketball season and, and <laughs> we're going to be super busy. So as as that uh, as we creep towards the start of countdown to craziness and the exhibition games and then finally uh, that Dartmouth game, we're going to be giving you, you know, two to three episodes a week, it seems like uh, in this first part of the year and with the schedule being set up where we have a bunch of different uh, uh, really big matchups coming up that I'm circling that weekend of veterans day where we have Duke basketball hosting Arizona. We have Duke football at UNC. And then just announced yesterday, USA women's basketball is facing Duke women in an exhibition at Cameron. Like, just just put me in Durham that weekend and just get out of the way. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. going to be a fun, fun weekend. A lot going on, that's for sure. So check it all out. The uh, Duke basketball roundup, DBR podcast, Available wherever you get your podcast. So uh, talking a little bit more about the Duke team on the basketball side of things, now that we are about five weeks away from the start of the season, it's a Monday game against Dartmouth to get it going. We look at those non-conference games as we just spent a good bit of time talking about uh, the ACC schedule finally being released. I mean, how quickly do you think we're going to start to get an idea about this team? I would imagine it's a little bit quicker than, say, last year, so to speak, just for the simple fact of you got four starters returning. We're now kind of uh, – it's it was a big deal this time last year that John Shire would be kind of the last one walking out 
into the venue as opposed to Mike Krzyzewski. But in a lot of ways, I think we'll learn a lot more about this team's identity sooner in the season. Do you agree? I agree. And also, I think when you compared last year to this year, not just the first year of John Shire and all that, you know, there's a couple of things that I think are a little bit different. First off, you mentioned the guys that are coming back, but everyone's coming back. Everybody was on campus in late May uh, to start workouts. Whereas, you know, we had a couple of guys who, uh, you know, because like, you know, Tyrese Proctor, you know, uh, he reclassified and then he committed, but then also was on international duty with Australia. So he didn't come till late. You know, Ryan Young was finishing up his classes at Northwestern. He didn't come till late. This year, everybody's here. And Good so point. they've had the whole summer to gel together, which I think is uh, really tremendous. And I think the second <laughs> thing, as we enter this season, you know, obviously the second one for John Shire, but this is the first one where expectations are attached to a team. This team can be very, very good, if not elite, if not a national champion. And all of those different things, ACC championships, you know, Final Fours, those kind of expectations are being placed upon this team. We've gotten some guys who have taken the offseason to get healthy. You know, Jeremy Roach, uh, Mark Mitchell, and Flip uh, Kyle Filipowski. All of them had some offseason, you know, surgeries and, and what have you to kind of get their bodies ready to go. And the fact that they're all cleared for this first week of practice and they're all healthy, that is going to be the biggest key for this team this year. Can they stay healthy? We're going to be a deep team, I think. But if we can stay healthy, we have a chance to do something very special in John Sire's second year. Yeah, in so many ways, it's like if, if a current player on the Duke basketball team were listening to you and I kind of talk back and forth right now, Donald, in many ways, it's like, what are these two goofballs talking about? Of course, we've been together this entire offseason. Like, we're, first week of practice, why spending so much time uh, talking about that? Because they already have had so much time in the gym leading up to the season. Okay. Everybody's healthy now. They've been around one another from the camaraderie perspective. Um, and, and in so many ways, I think that's going to pay off, and we'll get to see it out of the gates earlier, even though that schedule is tough, right? I mean, wow, Arizona, Michigan State, some of your first few games right out of the gates, but this team's going to be prepared and ready for it. Yeah, and I think that adds to the excitement. You get the tests. You know, before when we have like the Champions Classic, it's always very sloppy because it used to be for at least a few years, the very first game of the season. And so both teams would look very sloppy. Now we have kind of a week to prepare. And honestly, that week is to prepare for Arizona and then follow that up by going to Chicago to face Michigan State. That's going to be a, a really, you know, a, you know, five, six day window. That's going to be a huge test for this team to see how good they can be. Will they struggle at times this season? Absolutely. The, the best teams are going to struggle. You know, I, I always say that every when you look at a schedule, I think we can beat every team, but going undefeated is nearly an impossible task, and I'm not expecting that. But I think in the end, these guys are going to learn in November how, what it's going to be like to play big teams in March and April. I think the schedule sets up very well for them. And then also going to Arkansas uh, for the, the new ACC-SEC Challenge for the very first time. Uh, they will be entering the state of Arkansas. I am super excited about that matchup as well. Uh, and, and I think that just kind of harkens back to some of these uh, old, you know, old non-conference schedules where we would test ourselves against best. We don't have that mid-level or that the, the, the tournament, the, the holiday tournament this year, but I don't think we need it because we have a pretty strong uh, non-conference schedule. And then, of course, the ACC schedule is always no joke. 
there's another matchup that we're really, really excited about, and it's on the gridiron tomorrow at Wallace Wade Stadium, and we'll discuss that with our final few moments here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils when we come back. Lockdown Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience are what bring you home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led lights and so much more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is a guaranteed fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items, only exclusions apply. Last few moments here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Doubles. J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Donald Wine. The second here is uh, we talk Duke and Notre Dame briefly. Uh, tomorrow night at Wallace Wade Stadium, college game day is there. We've got the guest pickers. We've got it all uh, as we get set for Duke and Notre Dame, a top 20 matchup. Um, what are you feeling? Like all, all the thoughts that you're having about this football game. Let me start with this. I'm just going to repeat it for your audience. College game day, the football version. <laughs> is coming to Duke tomorrow. Like what like what what world are we living in? This is great. This is absolutely super exciting for everyone for again for me. When I was in school, I was I was telling this story the other day. When I was in school, I worked for the football team in the video department. I saw six wins my college career. Six. And none before my junior year. We had in 2005, 6, we got sued by Louisville because we were we got out of a football contract. We wanted to play. They wanted to play us. And we said no. And we said, look, you can literally face any school in the country and it would be a suitable alternative. And the courts agreed. They said you were so bad that any alternative team would suffice. Now we are at this point where the biggest football game in America is being played at Wallace Wade Stadium tomorrow. That is absolutely incredible. It's it's great to see the relevance come back to Duke football to the point where they've been talking about this team all year. And Mike Elko and the coaching staff and the players should be proud of the effort that they've given so far. They've, they've absolutely destroyed teams so far this year. And I'm hoping that continues tomorrow because, you know, we have a great Notre Dame team coming in. They're coming in off a loss, but I think this team has the, I think the magic is in this team where they can pull off this win tomorrow in front of a sold out Wallace Wade It's going to be super, super exciting to watch. Every ABC, I mean, like this is these are things that you would not associate with Duke football even five years ago. And five years ago, we were doing pretty decent. So, yeah, this is this is really exciting times for this for this program. Yeah, Duke's looking to go five and oh on the season. They are two and five all time against Notre Dame. So, uh, opportunity to pick up a, a pretty big win in the all time series between these schools and just to put this team on a bigger trajectory. Uh, going into this upcoming season. Our big thought here, I think when you look at the Stoop team, Donald, we spent the entire offseason about talking about this football team and how good the offense was going to be with so many pieces coming back, 
a quarterback coming back. I mean, offense, 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 and rightfully so. Mike Elko is a defensive guy. And when you look at three of the four games, only giving up seven points, the other one was 14 with a touchdown scored in the last minute. 35 total points across four games given up by that Duke defense. That's where we should be praising. I mean, wow, what a job that unit has done. We have talked about the defense all season so far because of how great they've played. Their secondary especially. Like, they're not giving up a lot of big plays. They're they're flying to the football. It feels like it doesn't matter where the ball is. If they even if the offense get gets the you know a 10 yard you know pass, you look and there's three or four guys around the football trying to trying to strip it or trying to make something happen or at least getting the tackle. These guys have been absolutely incredible. The front seven has also been great. Like, you know, shots out to the secondary, but also to that defensive line who have really pressured quarterbacks. They have they don't necessarily need to get to the quarterback, but they've stopped runs all season long. And I think that's going to be the biggest test on both sides of the football in the trenches. We talked about, you know, the defensive line going up against, you know, the running attack for Notre Dame is very good. They have kind of a running back by committee and all of them are good. Uh, And Sam Hartman, we're, we're obviously used to Sam Hartman. We've seen him play for the last, it seems like 37 years um, before at, at Wake Forest, before he moved to Notre Dame. So we're used to seeing him play, but this, you know, having this offensive line go up against our defensive line, that's going to be the major test. And if we can get a couple of takeaways and get that momentum and have Wallace Wade kind of go crazy, it's going to be – I think it will be a magical night. It kind of reminds me in a way of the Clemson game and the fact that most people are saying, hey, just just impress and we'll be fine. <laughs> the great thing is Mike Elko was teaching these guys like, no, we don't need to just impress. We're going to win while impressing everybody. That's the key here. And these guys have the confidence that you know they can go out and beat anybody on any given week. I hope this continues tomorrow. It's just been it's it's so uplifting to see this program do so well, and it's so uh, it's one of those programs that even like I mean, even when you're on campus, the students kind of forget about it, and now they're coming out in droves because they are wanting to see exciting football, and they can do it steps away from their door for the first time in in quite a long time. So yeah, I think everyone's super excited about this game. I know you and I are, and, and your and your listeners are. Just just give me to tomorrow night. Yeah. Let's go. We love it. Let's watch it. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Duke and Notre Dame. This conversation was a lot of fun today. Donald, as always, I really appreciate when you take time to stop by and join us on the show. Thanks for doing it, and we'll do it again sometime soon, okay? Hey, every time you bring me on the show, it's an honor, and this is no exception. Great to talk to you, and we'll talk soon. All right, that's Donald Wine II from the DBR Podcast joining us here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. And that's going to do it for our show here today. Tomorrow's the big day. Duke takes on Notre Dame. Let's go Duke. Let's see if they can get the job done. That'll do it for our program. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you soon. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.